Sipping pina colada on the beach is amazing, but real freedom is doing amazing work that is needed from you. This is what my friend and becoming partner, Sumina Gupta, said in this special bonus of becoming the millionaire. And she is all about sustainability, activism, and leading with purpose. This is um, just a snippet of our 50-minute long conversation where she takes us um, really through her seven-figure pivot after she experienced burnout, earthquake, and COVID while running her hospitality business in Bali. Sumina knows she's here to disrupt what's expected of women by mentoring women to build a business that gives them a life of freedom, impact and wealth. She is changing the narrative and helping women live life on their terms. She's all in for that. And I'm so excited for you to dive into this conversation. Some of the questions that are highlighted in this special episode are actually around why and purpose. And you will see why she is an amazing business growth strategist and mentor. And these are some of the questions. What led her to leave successful corporate lifestyle and to move to Bali and start a hospital, hospitality business? what challenges she needed to overcome while building her seven-figure business and multiple businesses, what skills and lessons she learned and applied to be able to pivot, and why it's important to have a warrior mindset. We talked warrior, warrior versus victim mindset and why is it important to have a compelling why. All this and all the jazz with my uh, dear friend Sumina. So let's get going. Welcome to the Fearless and Successful Podcast, brought to you by Coach D. That is me, and it is designed for change makers just like you. I am an international success and business coach, and I love, love, love supporting you on your journey to ultimate health, happiness, and freedom. I obsess on all things mindset mastery and business strategy that allow you to design the life on your own terms. This podcast will be led through my three P's, productivity, purpose, and profit. And I will do my best to bring you the industry leaders on these topics. And I am also going to provide you with solo episodes where I'm going to talk about these three P's. If you are ready to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world, let's get this party started. what what actually took you because you're also mom of three kids like mm-hmm. what was that decision I'm gonna pick my like little one and just go and to to another part of the world and you know build this business what was that what was that like um yeah. decision it must must have been scary right yeah thank you for that question because honestly I feel like the answer to this question will give a lot of people permission to to do a little bit of a risky thing so my, I actually went traveling with my husband when I was late 20 having had built a very successful corporate career over a number of years, you know, doing very well, buying properties in London. And I just said to myself, for some reason or another, I was like, I have to go traveling. I just have to go and find that there's another way. And I had lived in different countries as part of my work, but this was just leaving everything behind and going and hitting the road. Um, And at the time, my husband was resistant. He's like, no, I'm becoming a manager, a senior manager. I'm on this corporate path. And I was like, we need to set off this step off this treadmill, we need to go and 
figure this out and literally unplug from the matrix. That's, I, that's how I feel, that we unplugged from the matrix. We hit the road. And honestly, it gave me such an insight into other ways of living life. You know, thousands of people that I met who were doing it differently, understanding that there is way more to life than that kind of money and buying assets and building that type of lifestyle. So we, as part of this trip, we landed on this gorgeous tiny island where we were going to learn to dive. And within two weeks, we had paid like a hundred grand to buy this property on the right on the beach in front of these gorgeous mountains with you know the sea in front of us and sunrise and that was it it was this is either going to be a holiday home or a successful business and 14 years later it absolutely is multiple successful businesses that have grown beyond seven figures and you know afforded us a lifestyle that we can really enjoy with our family and also have an impact on the environment on the locals you know the way we recruit we, we really believe in sustainability. So we educate, um, we use our business as a form of activism to change things, not just to, to make money. And that's, that's what excites me the most. And that's the energy that I bring to also when I mentor women on starting their businesses. But at that time, we didn't have the children yet. And we, the, you know, the children came later, but we, they grew up on this island and with everything that that brought like the freedom and the beauty and just that different type of lifestyle and I just can't talk enough about how amazing the experience has been for all of us and and I would never ever have changed it in any way and I'm glad that we did that so awesome and I think like people who are listening and saying like yeah okay yeah it's it's really not so hard to imagine that life in Bali is nothing but you know magic and beauty um, but I know for a fact that it wasn't all, you know, milk and honey, right? Mm -hmm. You had some really challenging times. So I want to like, really, if you can speak to that so people can see like, yeah, yeah now this might seem a seven figure business, but it wasn't like this before. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for asking that because every journey has its ups and downs, right? Like that's actually what makes it fun. And I think Tony Robbins says taking the dirt road to happiness. Absolutely. That's exactly what I tap into. You know, we had, um, I had a burnout, I'll be honest, because I was throwing myself coming from this corporate background and that mentality, throwing myself into this gorgeous island business. And the number of times I would hear, oh, you're living the dream, you're living the dream life. And, you know, inside I was like, oh my God, I'm working so hard. I haven't, I haven't really educated myself enough to know how to build this business sustainably. So one thing I learned very, you know, after this kind of mini burnout was how to do this well, how to hire staff, how to do, apply the 80-20 rule in my life. So, you know, I was only focusing on the 20% of my genius and literally literally at delegating out the 80%, whether it's to nannies, housekeepers, as well as like managers, teams, building strong teams around me. So that's something that I learned. And that's what grew my leadership skills and allowed me to be a CEO, not an operator, which is another thing we all have to learn when we build our businesses is to operate with that CEO mindset. So, you know, having had that mini burnout, we've also been through huge, like, natural disasters we had a huge earthquake one time where the island was evacuated business completely stopped for almost a year that was about three years ago and that was tough because our staff were impacted their homes were destroyed there was no income there was a lot of fear 
and we you know we we worked together we we really everyone stepped up everyone did their bit we raised money and we all got back onto the wagon and that's where i really truly learned the you know the skills that i needed to be a leader where there was 80 people relying on us and what can we do for them you know how how do we help us get navigate this crisis? And I was so impressed and humbled by the camaraderie. And I, I, I follow a model of servant leadership and that really helped to really see my staff, really see my team and see what they needed and support them to give them what they needed so we could all do the best we could as a team. Um, so we got through that and now obviously COVID has hit and hospitality is dead in the water and Indonesia is really suffering, I won't lie. There's no tourism. We rely 95% on tourism. Again, you know, I had to step up. My husband and I had to think of solutions and not get caught up in the problems and really look at how we can navigate this. How can we support our teams? How can we continue to survive and manage our assets while we wait for tourism to come back? And we have, you know, and I'm grateful that I have uh, multiple um income I'm, I do I'm online mentor for business women so that obviously helped and my husband has some other that I you know rods in the fire but very mindful that we have these like teams of people relying on us and you know what can we do to support them so that has been our attention for the last year and I'm proud of how we've managed to navigate this and how we're still moving forward forward even in the face of this adversity so yes we are living the dream yes we wake up to beautiful sunrises and sunsets and it's gorgeous and the sea breeze but it's a business and every business has its ups and downs and we navigate those and it just makes us stronger and better leaders and better mentors as well I love that and I think that that's one of the parts that and we will talk about this because I think it's so important to know, like really we, before we jumped on this podcast, we talked about the why and the mission mm -hmm. and, you know, is beyond just, you know, creating this wealth and, and income. Mm -hmm. And I love what you said. I was able to, I was resourceful and I was able to pivot. Um, you know, 95% of our business was, was depending on this but now a sudden all of a sudden we need to you know support our 80 people what what would you say beyond that resiliency what was else that you as a leader as a as a business owner as a ceo needed to develop in that transition time okay first of all we had to get our hands dirty so this you know this position that we had developed for us where we were only focusing on our 20% of genius and delegating the 80%, we had to step back into some of the detail. And that was essential to really hold space for our managers because yes, when things were working well and it was all flowing well, they could hold fort. But when something like this hits, we had to get back into the trenches. So that was one thing we had, you know, we, we couldn't be in this position of no, 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 these are my tasks. It was like all hands on deck, let's figure this out. So that was number one. Number two was to have hope. I always, you know, want to have tap into that. Things will get better. We will pivot. We will work this out. I mean, in this last year, even though business has been closed, we've opened and we've developed and we are opening and refurnishing a co-working space because we can see how things are going to change. So we're preparing for the future. So have hope, don't fall into this fear of desperation, like, oh my gosh, what's happening? It's like, no, what's gonna happen next? Let's get ready for it. I also surrounded myself with absolutely dynamic, high powered people like yourself who are not 
overwhelmed with what's happening in this world with you know all of the changes we're looking for solutions so being in that energy being completely surrounded by those people has been a game changer and I can't say that enough that that's why I love having a group program for my women because you get that energy from each other you learn from each other so I you know I have tuned in this last year even though it could have been the worst year in terms of you know, business and life. I've been, I've had two books published as co, as a co-author. I've been on about 20 podcasts, five summits, launched, you know, had my group program filling up three times. It's just, it could have been any other way, but it wasn't. So really like being resilient, having hope, getting back into the trenches if you need to, and, and just being in solution focus. I, I know that sounds simple, but I can't say that enough. Like that can do solution focused attitude will just it'll just trump everything. Oh, I love this. I love this so much because sometimes we forget how simple things are. Uh, we just yeah. overcomplicate stuff. And it is like most of the times, and I always love to to bring the analogy how me and my husband bless him, like we've been married, we were just celebrating <laughs> our 20th anniversary. And why we still are are a perfect match because I always see the positive things in everyone mm -hmm. and everything and I try to focus on okay so how can I put this in a perspective that's going to serve me rather than he's like I judge you you are not worth it until you prove you are and he's like the total opposite and we are always in this constant battle like you know he says to our kids and how we, we, we teach our kids and how we, you know, help them to grow in this really amazing individuals is different how he does it and how I do it. And it's always um, a matter of perspective. And do you see a solution or do you see a problem? Because yeah, it's always the both sides, right? But if you're yeah. all, really focused on the problem, you will always see just the problem and not the solution. And I think that's so awesome. And I yeah. love what you said, surrounding myself with the, with the people who are, and I'm going to say this because I think it's so important to say, not just cheer, who are cheerleading you, but also yes. who stretch you, who mm -hmm. challenge you to be better, to, to do better. Um, I think for myself, you know, it's great to have a cheerleading squad. It's so good, mm -hmm. but it's not just all rah, 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 go, go, go. I think that yeah. needs to be people who will say to you, you know what, Sumina, you do this so well, but you can do it better. Um, mm -hmm. I think that changed how I operate in my business and being part of masterminds and being part of group programs. It really yeah. brings like this collective mind and collective support. So uh, super yeah. awesome. I'm so excited. And you see a different perspective, you know, it, it, if you've been growing a business in a certain way, you suddenly realize, okay, there, there could be this other thing that I could do. So for example, the co-work space, we decided to add that as another offering. We already have a spa and a dive shop and a restaurant, but I was like, yeah, this is a no brainer. And when I started to look around at what other people were doing in this space, I was inspired. I was, you know, came up with different ideas. Let's make this a holistic space. Let's have some availability of these essential oils. Like let's add some extra touches. And I'm getting that inspiration by looking around and seeing what others are doing and tapping into what feels right for me. So, you know, we absolutely can be in our own energy and really work from our own brains, but the collective brain is, is just going to just propel you that much further. That's why podcasts like this, they're essential. Yeah, and I think it's so great because I what, what I feel is having conversation and, and our mentor, Dean, always talks about, you know, we are 
maybe you know socially disconnected but we are kind of dig- digitally connected yes. and i think 2020 offered us a really a wake up call we are more connected with than we think we just need to be resourceful and think of yes. a you know different i think that a lot of people still think when will we go back to normal hello <laughs> this is normal like you know this is normal yeah. there is no going back you know Think about the solution and be oriented in what future holds for you. Um, yeah. And people who, most of the times, people who are still stuck and didn't got use the opportunities that were offered to us in 2020 is because they don't have this greater vision because they're yeah. still stuck. Okay, I'm the victim. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that because I think, you know, you have this beautiful warrior mindset that is if you are just in a victim mode, you will never see what's happening and what is possible. So yeah. tell us why is it important to have that compelling why, compelling future and, you know, what is that for you? How do you see your business like in 10, 20, 50 years or your yeah. legacy? Brilliant question. And the, you know, the warrior mindset you just mentioned there, that's a beautiful way to say this. However, I'm very mindful that not everybody has been, you know, they've not been brought to a place where that's been built into them. They didn't have the right role models, or maybe the opportunity didn't even come their way. Like they weren't, you weren't exposed to the right people. Like we were to Dean, for example, or the right, the podcast, etc. However, I think once you're an adult, you do have a responsibility to take control of your future. So, you know, this is what I always say, where you came to today may not have been intentional or your fault, but you have a responsibility to change that to go forward. So if anyone hears this and they, you know, I'm saying this from a place of love and with total kindness, from this moment forward, you have the opportunity and the responsibility to go seek out the alternative views, go read the books, you know, find the courses, do what you need to do to start adjusting what needs to happen in your mindset. So you can go construct and live the life you want right like build that muscle that you need to to so you can go and get the outcomes you want from your life and you know I tell my kids that as well we don't want our kids to also be in that it's called the victim mindset isn't it like oh I have no choice my teacher said this and and it's like yeah that's true to some extent but what could you have done to take control of that situation and make you the more in in a powerful position so going that that's one thing I would say is like you have 100% responsibility to move forward with this. Secondly, in terms of your why, if you have a really strong, compelling why, I that is fuel. That is fuel for moving forward. And you, you know, you and I have said this, and, and I teach this as well. Your why will change. You know, my why initially when we quit our corporate lives and started our business was absolutely to have more of a family lifestyle where my husband didn't have to go to work where we could both we be there for our children but very quickly my why changed I was like no I want to educate people on sustainability I want to pay fair wage and change people's lives and now my why is so much bigger my why is about changing generations by working with women helping them to believe in themselves helping them to build wealth helping them to become you know millionaires so that they can make decisions where they invest in causes that they believe in they can invest in themselves they can invest in their children and this is going to have a generational impact and the work they do has an impact and what I love the most is when I work with someone and they're heart-centered and they're going out doing their work the ripple effect is just it's just so beautiful like my work has helped someone they're going to help someone else and it just continues and then also just have freedom like let's 
live our lives the way we're supposed to live. And I know you and I have this value in common. And freedom for me is not sitting on the beach drinking sipping pina coladas, although that's amazing. It's really like, what do I want to do with my time? How do I want to spend my free time? Do I want to support this cause? You want to start a school for young women. That's beautiful. Like you can do that because you've made this life for yourself where you have freedom to think, the freedom to do these passion projects, to actually go out and not just sell your soul or be building someone else's dream, but actually go out and do the amazing work that's needed from you in this world and that's where freedom really taps in and freedom you know I say to someone if you want to work four days a week good for you go do that if you want to work if you want to work nine months of the year great but I know once we start on this path of building our passion and living our like doing the work that we love we actually don't want to stop we actually want to do more. We're like, no, I don't want to take Fridays off. I want to go and speak at this summit. I want to go to this event. So, you know, we're so in love with what we're doing. And I see this again and again, that we actually want to do more. And that's, that's beautiful, like write books and, you know, create courses and all sorts of stuff. So that's where I think the why, once you know your why and you fall back on your why, it's fuel to keep going. And it, and allow, it just wakes, you wake up and maybe you're tired and you're having a bad day and you remember why you're doing this. And it just all feels like, I'm, there's a reason for this. Thank you so much, Fearless Soul, for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode. I know your time is the most valuable asset, so I don't take this lightly. As a sign of appreciation, I would love to give you free access to my 21-day Mindset Mastery and Business Strategy program. All you need to do is take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in EG stories. Until next time, dreamer. Mwah.